inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio in the world of Mr. Black. I am he. You are you. And the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to have a special guest join us. You know, uh, election season is around the corner. Uh, 2022 is a big election, especially based on what happened November 6th. Not November 3rd. Because November 3rd, things looked pretty good, didn't they? Uh, it was when things shut down November 3rd at the mil- for no reason. And then the next day, they looked really bad. And the next day, they got even worse. And the next day, the impossible happened. Uh, we were told who was being anointed commander-in-chief. Yeah, I'm still screaming, still screaming. It is a joke. It is a joke, but it's not. It's a sad joke because we're living it. And you know what happens uh, that, uh, you know, Reagan used to call it trickle-down economics, uh, and people used to mock that, but it's true. Leadership is trickled down. Uh, politics is trickled down. It all trickles down from the top. To mock that or pretend it doesn't happen uh, is a lie. You know, I don't know if you know this, but when you look at the founders of this country, uh, they had certain core values. And today I really want to go into values because it is the values that underlie all decision making. It is the values uh, from there comes our choices that then creates our character, right? You know, majority of our founding fathers, people who were instrumental in the creation of this country, uh, had a connection to God. They had a connection to the Bible. Uh, Now, some of them were called deists. You know, a deist, they did believe in God. I don't know all the, the beliefs of a deist, but they believed, the biggest thing was they believed in an impersonal God. Uh, They believed in God. They believed in the Bible. uh, But they believed that God pressed the start button, and then he wasn't intimately involved in the minutia of our lives. Now, for those of us that study Scripture, uh, that eat Scripture, that know the Word, we know that that's not our God. Our God is a very personal God. Uh, Our God walks with us through our choices. Uh, And it was Dr. King, his famous speech, right, I Have a Dream, But do you know what his dream was? That one day his four little children will live in a nation where they are not judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Now, now I want you to think about what Dr. King really said. What he was saying was this. Listen, judge me. But if you're going to judge me, and it's okay to judge me, judge me on the one thing that you should judge me on. And that is my choices. He said, don't judge me based on choices that were not mine. See, none of us chose what skin color we were born. None of us chose what our gender was when we were born. None of us chose uh, what uh, country we were born in. None of us chose uh, our uh, family of origin. Right. Those are all things that were put upon us. Right, wrong, good or bad. Uh, I'm not putting any judgment on it. And when Dr. King says, listen, it would be absolutely unjust 
unfair for you to judge me on choices that weren't mine. But he said basically, and I'm paraphrasing, he said, but the choices that are mine, then you have a right to judge me. And we are called to judge. You know, a lot of non-Christians want to throw that one verse out of Matthew 7 in our face. You know, the number one verse that non-Christians quote to Christians, you know what it is, right? Do not judge me. And just so you know, if you care to know, if you go back to the original language, what that means uh, is do not, you don't decide who is God's and who's not. When we talk about judgment, they're, ta- he's t- they're talking about the, the child of God. You don't know that someone could have a deathbed conversion. You don't know uh, that someone has something happen that for the first time in their life they turn to God. I mean, the perfect example is the thief on the cross, right? He did nothing for the kingdom. He didn't live a life at all that was noble or worthy of eternity. But that's the thing is it's not by what we do that gets us into heaven. It's by what he did, Jesus. It's not by who we are that gets us into heaven because God's not a respecter of person. It's who he is, Jesus. And so, you know, we got to go back to the core values uh, because everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And, you know, when I work with executives, you know, high-end people, whether it's CEO of companies or pastors, uh, some well-to-do people, uh, and I'm helping them put together a mission statement, and here's the question I ask. I ask them, if I was to ask the person that knew you better than anybody else to give me five words that described you, what would you want those five words to be? And those are what's called key values. Because if you could only give someone five words to describe me, and I got to choose what those five words would be, those would be what I call values, something we value, something that is greatly important to us. And really, if you want to know somebody, you've got to go to those core values because everything will stem from those core values. And so today, we're blessed because we're going to have a gubernatorial candidate uh, Mike Marty, uh, M-A-R-T-I, uh, don't know him. He's a businessman. Uh, and, you know, when I was reading about him, it, it struck me pretty cool because his values. He talks about being a businessman, but he also talked about having boundaries uh, in relation to his business, meaning he didn't live to make money. He didn't live to fund his business. His business uh, is a, a tool, if you will that allows him to live his life, that allows him to be the the father, that allows him to be uh, the husband, that allows him to be the child of God, that allows him to be the businessman, that allows him to be the citizen of Minnesota uh, who wants to make a difference. And this matters, people. I think we've went beyond those things. We're we're now getting in basically just Republican and Democrat. We're now getting into skin color, you know, the opposite of what Dr. King said. Uh, nowadays, we just judge people based on what they look like. Uh, you know, what is their color? Are they black? Then I'm, they're good. If they're white, they're bad. You know, uh, or judge them based on what bathroom they use or judge them based on this or that. But what if we actually went to the values? What someone believes in their heart, those values, what someone wants to do uh, with the time when they're in elected office, You know, if today was your last day on this planet, how would you want to be remembered? What would you want people to say about you? You know, 
And those are key. Those are what we call existential questions. And really, I think what we need to do is we need to expect more from our elected officials. Uh, And we need to know our elected officials more before they're elected. Because once they get into office, two things. Number one, um, they can do what they want until the next election. But the problem is it seems like once you get elected, it's hard to remove somebody from office because of the system. So today when I'm interviewing Mike Marty for governor, uh, I'm going to ask him some personal questions. Uh, I want to know what stirs him up, what drives him. I want to know if he believes in the God of the Bible or not. I'd like to know what does he see or feel are important issues that are affecting the state of Minnesota and be honest with you, the country of America. Because ladies and gentlemen, things are changing. And things have been changing rapidly. I mean, look at the difference there in Minneapolis. Look how things have changed uh, through coronavirus, through George Floyd. Uh, And I don't know. Could you say that they're better? Can you say that they're going the right direction? Because a leader climbs the tallest tree. They survey the entire situation. And if need be, they yell out, wrong jungle. So after the break, we're going to talk with gubernatorial candidate Mike Marty. I am Mr. Black, and we'll be back. There is value in values. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Viktor Frankl, in this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Oh, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. With Memorial Day right around the corner, you are about to be bombarded with mattress ads, all claiming to have the best deal. Here's why America's Mattress in Apple Valley should be at the top of your list. First, they're locally owned. You'll either talk to Scooter or Neil, so you're guaranteed to talk to a sleep expert, not some newbie that doesn't care what mattress you buy. They offer the guaranteed lowest price on the industry's top brands, and they consistently provide five-star service. America's Mattress checks all the boxes, so check them out today. Join the Freedom Insider Club, and you could win a copy of our Regnery Book of the Month, The Cost of My Faith, How a Decision in My Cake Shop Took Me to the Supreme Court, by Jack Phillips. Register at freedom1570.com. 
This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Live in life like it matters. And today we are blessed because for those that listen to my radio show, you know I harp on how things are going in this country and how they're not going well. And, you know, this radio show is uh, emanates from uh, the beautiful city of uh, Minneapolis in the great state of Minnesota. And boy, Minnesota, I wonder about you sometimes. I look at some of your history on who you elect, uh, and I just shake my head. I just shake my head. But it looks like you have a chance to redeem yourself uh, in the upcoming election and so uh, I want to read in a minute. I'll introduce Mike Martin to you. He is running for governor of Minnesota. I just want to share a little bit of what I cut and pasted off of his website. He said, it's time for new leadership. Uh, the last few years have taught us anything. It's that the solutions to our problems are found through us and not the government. He says, unfortunately, like so many other Minnesotans, I don't recognize the state we've come to know and love anymore. Now, these problems have been around for years, even when Republicans were in power. But this pandemic had made those issues become more clear. And he goes on to say the overreach of government has never been more evident than the past year. Mandates with no end in sight have ignored our elderly, left our children without an education, and many of you without jobs. And this cannot happen again. And I always believe that true leaders are stirred up. True leaders uh, have something in it that's bigger than them. And I really believe that what I read about Mike Marty running for governor uh, is he is one of those leaders. So let's welcome to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Mike Marty. Mike, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm glad to be here. So I've been reading up on you, and uh, you're a lifelong Minnesotan, correct? Yeah, I'm about as native as you can get. I'm the fourth generation here. We've lived in southeastern Minnesota for about 107 years. I grew up on the the family farm, and we still live there today. Oh, that's so awesome. And, uh, and you have a business background, correct? Could you give me a little bit about your business background? Yeah, so uh, I grew up on the farm, like I said, and uh, decided that Farming wasn't going to be in my future, at least for a profession, so I I pursued the electrical field and went to school in Minneapolis, actually, at Dunwoody, and then after a couple of years of schooling there, moved back to Casson and took a job in Rochester, and a few years later down the road, about 2000, I started Marty Electric, and that's been my uh, business ever since. We've been doing that for about 21 years now, and uh, it's been... Uh, 
it's business on my terms, I like to say, because it's, you know, this business could be larger if I had chosen so, but I'm also a family man and I like to have boundaries. So I've made sure that the business has supported us and supported its employees, but at the same time kept it manageable. Well, that, that's awesome. And boy, as a businessman, you know what it means to uh, have to make money, uh, to have to have a budget. You know what it means to hire somebody and to fire somebody. Uh, you know what it needs and what it takes to run an effective business and take care of your employees. Uh, and I believe that those are traits that will serve you well uh, if you are elected, or should I say when you are elected a governor. Do you, do you see the lack of business people in the halls of government as a problem? I absolutely do because I believe the, you know, when you look at jobs in Minnesota, yeah, we do have, you know, relatively low unemployment, but that comes at a cost, and it's also been um, – our, our greatest job losses have not been something that you can measure because they're the jobs that never came here. They're the jobs that never happened because we didn't have the economic expansion that we could have due to our tax codes. And and we need to change that. On top of that, we have a we have a, a, a state tax and a capital gains tax that is actually destroying family farms and the small businesses. So we need somebody in government that has a business background that understands what investment, true investment looks like, not government investment, but actual investment in business and people. And I believe that's what we've been lacking in St. Paul. Yeah, and it's, it's lacking in our nation, too. When I look at uh, President Biden and the stimulus money and all the money that keeps being generated and given away. And I just wonder, uh, have these people ever run a business? Do they know about budgets? Do they know about uh, incentivizing people? And it seems like now we're in a position where we're incentivizing people to stay home. And that's just crazy. It is. I don't understand where this idea comes from. I mean, it's it's really destructive. It's destroying our work ethic. It's destroying, I mean, it's literally destroying families, and it, it's going to wreck our economy along the way. So I'd like to know a little bit about, you know, I believe that uh, we all wear a hat, what's in it for me. Uh, we are uh, selfish creatures by nature, I think. You know, the, the, the flesh is weak. You know, spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Uh, and, you know, those base core values, those base core beliefs, if you will, drive us. Uh, I'm a student of the mind, and I teach, uh, uh, I teach leadership training. I also am a counselor. Uh, and so I work on the inner workings of the mind, and I know that uh, everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And uh, this country was founded on principles of God, of country, of family. Uh, and it seems like we've gotten away from those values. So if you don't mind me asking, what, what, what values drive Mike's life? Well, I'm a, I am a man of, of God. I, I'm a born-again Christian. I've been uh, you know, a church-going person all my life, and that's that is the core of who I am, and I believe that those values are are throughout our Constitution. I don't think they're inseparable. And, you know, it's hard to put your finger on one core belief that drives you, I guess, but it's just the, the belief that, you know, most people are good, and uh, mm-hmm. having 
a little bit of faith in our neighbors would be a good thing if we would be a little quicker to listen and maybe not so quick to speak. So I guess, you know, that would be a core belief that I think we've been lacking in St. Paul. It seems like there's a whole lot of condescension condescension that comes from St. Paul out towards uh, the general public, not just the outstate. You know, there's a lot of talk about, well, just just the rocks and cows, but the condescension goes all over and it it's uh flooded throughout the cities and that's you know people are people are having uh just a, a bad time with this because they're not being heard amen amen uh, it doesn't seem to matter anymore matter of fact it seems to be that if you do believe in the bible and the god of the bible that now we're considered troglodytes. We're considered uh, flat earthers. I think I heard one person say, uh, "It's just crazy." Because uh, I know uh, uh, that if I'm a child of God and I believe that God created science, uh, and science is pretty clear, uh, and God's the God of science. And I always tell people, I don't have blind faith. Uh, I have a very uh, intellectual faith, although I can't figure everything out. But uh, science, uh, I believe in science, uh, but I also know that. Some people call a politics science, and there is a science that is true science. Uh, l- let me ask you, uh, why now? I mean, you've had a successful business, it looks like, for decades. Your family was farmers. Uh, your uh, electrical uh, company is doing well. So why now? Why answer the call to run for office now in 2021? Well, I believe that we're at a we're at a tipping point where we need to make a choice, and we can't this is a choice that we can't you know make the wrong choice at this point we've we've gone to a point where there will be no turning back shortly and if we don't choose people who are are uh, fit for office we're going to have even more trouble than we have now and i believe that uh <clears throat> it's it's been a, a five-year journey of mine i've been thinking about this for five years this isn't just a a one issue thing for me. It's not just COVID or something like that. It it really is just the general direction of government in Minnesota that's caused me to do this. Well, and I've noticed that, the change in so much. I mean, you know, I'm uh, 55 years old. I was born in 1965. I've always been, uh, at least in my youth, very politically active. And, uh, you know, the values of God, country, family, uh, to me, those are American values, that you believe in God and uh, you believe in our freedoms and our rights. Uh, you believe in uh, that marriage is basically between a man and a woman as a general rule. I know we've legalized uh, uh, gay marriage. Now I get that. Uh, but, you know, there are certain core values that this country was founded upon, uh, not to the exclusion of other people. Uh, it's a very inclusive country. But yet it seems like what we've always believed has been slowly changing. Uh, and, and that's what's interesting about Minnesota because, you know, I love Minnesota. I'm from uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area, but I, I've been up in Minneapolis probably now for about six, seven years, going about four or five times a year doing classes. Uh, and then I started doing my radio show, and it always amazed me because it's got this Minnesota nice. And I, the people I've met there are so incredible. Uh, and it's uh, there's so many great churches and what God's doing up there is wonderful, but yet the dichotomy, there seems to be so much liberalism as well, and and so much uh, that is 
not of God in so much that is uh, basically against some of the traditional values. And uh, we're getting ready to go to a hard break, but uh, I, I want to ask you some of those questions. And, and I know COVID's brought about many things, but I would like to know after the break, you know, what do you consider uh, the greatest problems faced in our country? Uh, and then how do those, uh, you know, come into to Minnesota? Uh, and, and really, if you were elected governor, what would be some of the first things that you'd like to do? What What are some of the course corrections uh, that you would like to take that you believe that truly would write this course? Because I believe we're off course. So uh, I am Mr. Black. We're talk, talking to go, uh, Governor Candidate uh, Mike Marty, and we'll be right back in three minutes. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Hi, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. Psalm 51 verse 5 says, Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. Romans 3.23 reinforces this truth. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. God's word is clear. All of mankind is born with a deadly problem, sin, which separates us from a holy God. The wonderful truth of the gospel is that we can be saved through the work of Jesus Christ. He himself bore our sins on the tree, becoming a curse for us. He became our sin so that we could become the righteousness of God in him. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 20 says this, We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God loves you so much. Jesus is calling for you to be saved. Will you humble yourself today and respond? If you have any questions, you can look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. 
Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. No government ever voluntarily reduces itself in size. So government programs once launched never disappear. Actually, a government bureau is the nearest thing to eternal life we'll ever see on this earth. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And anytime I get to hear the words of President Ronald Reagan, it's a good segment. It's a good day. Thanks, John, for that. Uh, to me, if you were to have a picture in the dictionary of President of the United States, it would be a Mr. Reagan, great man. And uh, we are blessed because today we are being joined by gubernatorial candidate Mike Marty from uh, Minneapolis, actually Minnesota. Are you from Minneapolis, Mike? No, Cass in Minnesota, down by Rochester. Okay. My apologies there. A beautiful, beautiful, drove through Rochester, beautiful, beautiful city. So um, I want to address something you had said. You had talked before, and as a fellow business owner, this was impressive. You had said that uh, you know your business could be a lot bigger, uh, but you put boundaries on the business because you don't live to be in business. A business is part of your life. So will you explain the boundaries and how that applies to government as well? Yeah, well, I believe in life. You know, there's a, a thing you may be familiar with. It's called the Truth Project, and I believe this is from the Truth Project. Anyhow, it was. it's about boundaries, and it's about keeping certain things in its you know, respective box. And I believe, you know, that, that business and life has all kinds of things that belong in, in certain areas. And then your, your faith basically bridges over all of that. But one thing that we've allowed as a nation and as a state is that we've allowed government to kind of bleed out into every aspect of life. And I think it's time that we start to push that back inside of its where it belongs, and that's a, a constitutional boundary, and, and we've just allowed that those lines to be crossed. And once that line is crossed, it is a, a window that continues to move unless somebody, you know, holds it. And that's what Minnesota is desperately lacking right now is somebody who will contain government back into its boundaries. Yeah, and I think it's, uh, you know, it's filtered down from the federal government. You know, we are a, a republic, meaning the power rests uh, uh, with the state's majority of it outside of the, the basics, protection, and all that of the federal government. But we've seen it, and, and COVID's made it worse. I mean, you got to admit that because through COVID, it's almost been like government now has become our daddy, uh, has become many people's gods. And, and how do you break uh, a state or even a country off of dependence from the government that it's been on for a year and a half. That's a tough chore, right? It is, and that leads into what I my four big issues, I guess, the core principles of, of why I want to run. And, and that would be, you know, I have four amendments that are very important to me, the first, second, fourth, and tenth. And, you know, everybody knows about the first and second, and they're very important. And you know, not too many people understand exactly what the fourth would be, and of course that's, you know, illegal search and seizure, unwarranted search and seizure. And then the tenth would be, you know, states' rights, basically, and that each state is, you know, able to do whatever is not spelled out in the Constitution that's under the purview of the state. And I think the sooner that we have government who actually pushes back and reclaims the Tenth Amendment, 
the sooner that we will see that cycle broken because local government is always better than distant government. And the, the more local we can keep our government, the more local we can control our taxation and, and all of the regulation that comes along with all of those types of issues, I think the, the better off we'll be. Amen. And it's so true. You know, these little things, what you call uh, school boards and all that, there's so much power there. If you look at some of the stuff uh, our our kids are being taught, and boy, the power at the school board level, the power at the county commission level, the county at the city council level, even the DAs, we're starting to see that now with George Soros funding a lot of district attorneys. Uh, it, it's getting macro. It's getting meta down. And so I think that's so important to keep government as local as possible. But since we're talking about uh, the programming going on in the schools, I mean, what's your take on all this critical race theory, the 1619 Project? I mean, what's your take on teaching basic racism to our kids in school, which to me, that's what's going on. I mean, the effect is going to be astronomical and it's going to be almost irreparable, in my opinion. Well, critical race theory needs to be rejected entirely because it is racism being taught. It's indoctrination of our children, and it has to be stopped immediately. In fact, I, my fear is that you know this stuff may get cemented in before we even have an election where we can make a choice on this. But at, when elected, I certainly will do everything possible to make sure that our kids are not taught that. I have four children in the public education system right now, and... You know, fortunately, we live in an area where our public schools are are still reasonable. We still have good school boards that are strong and able to stand up to these kinds of things. But, but uh, you know, you let the foot in the door anywhere, and we've seen where that leads. Yeah, it's called the camel's nose. It's called the camel's nose. The old saying in the uh, the Arabia, where you know the camel got cold and it just snuck its nose in. He asked his master if he could just stick his nose in the tent a little bit, just keep his tent warm. And, you know, the master was asleep and he got woken up, said, sure, just stick your nose in a little bit. I'm going back to sleep. Uh, When he wakes up, the entire camel's in there and he has no tent anymore (laughs) because it's the camel's nose. And and that's really what's going on. The, the, The quote is, the philosophy of the classroom of one generation will be philosophy of government in the next. And, uh, Man, I hate to say it, it seems to be we're living it. And speaking of that, though, what what would you say if you would uh, top two, three issues facing Minnesotans? What would you consider those to be? Well, I would say the top two issues right now. You know, I mean, unfortunately, we have a lot of civil unrest, and that that goes back to matters of the heart that government really has no place or ability to fix, but it can certainly. Amen. It can certainly get out of the way of it. And, you know, when we look at how we responded to COVID, the ridiculous part is, is that during COVID, we had, you know, the unfortunate circumstances up in the cities that happened. And what happened at the same time was we had our churches shut down. And that's what we needed most at that time. We didn't need more government. We didn't need more programs. We needed more churches open. And we had a governor who was closing them down and keeping them closed down and then threatening him, threatening them if they opened. And that was just, that's just the wrong direction. And uh, yep. so that, 
you know, that, at the that same time. Probably, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yep. No, uh, that would be my probably, you know, number one thing would be to make sure that we're not doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. And then number two is, you know, we at some point we need to get back to some fiscal responsibility in this state. And, you know, Republicans always like to talk about taxes and spending, and I think that's the wrong direction. I think it should be spending and taxes. We need to focus on our spending first because our taxes follow our spending. And if we can get our spending under control, we can get our taxes under control. And, you know, taxes are driving people out of this state. And when people leave this state, they leave with their money, and that doesn't come back to Minnesota very often. And at the same time of COVID, you had the whole George Floyd situation. And, you know, we talk about spending and taxes. Uh, what, what's your take on uh, law enforcement, defunding police? Uh, what type of, uh, if you are elected governor, uh, what will you do with the police force and, and the funding of it? Well, our police need to be fully funded and they need to be fully backed. You know, it's just like any other profession where you have, you have some that are good and some that are not. And, you know, it's, it's just a fact of life. But the reality is, is that if we don't have police officers and if we don't have, you know, law enforcement that is, is capable and, and when I say capable, I mean equipped to stand up to this sort of ridiculousness of the violence and the rioting in the cities, then, you know, we're lost as a society. Yeah, and we need order. I mean, the Bible is full of uh, many things that we're supposed to be under authority, whether you're talking about Romans 13, whether you talk about uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Uh, you talk about, I think it's even Second Peter 2.18, where it talks about being under authority. And, uh, and yet we're now programming young people of color that cops are out to murder them, that their cops show up every day to hunt them down. Uh, and uh, now we get... You basically get pulled over, you start panicking, and you start running from cops or grabbing their guns. It's just, it's just a mess waiting to happen. Real quick, we're coming to close. How, how can people be a part of your campaign? What can they do to help you? Why don't you share with our audience? Okay, well, the, the easiest way to find me is MikeMarty.com. That's M-A-R-T-I. And uh, the, there's also Facebook and Twitter. Facebook is just Mike Marty, and then Twitter is... Mike Marty for MN dot or uh, at Mike Marty for MN, and there's places on there. To What's your biggest needs? To, uh, biggest needs would be just volunteers, and then of course, unfortunately, politics is about money, so donations are always yep. a big thing. But but the other thing would be prayer. Um, you know, I've asked my family for that a lot, and and uh, that would be probably more helpful than anything at this point. Yeah, because with with man, many things are impossible, but with God, uh, all things are possible. And you know that. And uh tell you, Mike, I, I've never met you before, never talked, but I wanted to give you this platform. And, uh, man, you have basic American values. I've always been there. you got a love for God, love for country, and love for family. And you put your family above your business. Uh, man, I know that's a great starting point. If you need anything, well, we'll be here uh, to be a, a, a place for you to share what's going on. And I really do appreciate your time. I know your schedule is busy. God bless you, my friend, okay? Thank you. Thank you. All right. I am Mr. Black, and we'll be right back.
all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker, at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Do you need a new battery for your lawnmower, boat, or motorcycle? Full Service Battery offers the lowest prices on batteries in town. Need batteries for your golf cart? Full Service Battery will recycle your old ones and even install the new batteries. Let local family-owned Full Service Battery put their over 20 years of experience to work for you. They can even custom build a battery cable if you need it. There's only one name you need to remember for batteries, and that's Full Service Battery. Search them online, Full Service Battery. Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand, and it's all free? Visit my three quotes online. That's my three quotes. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. I say, America, stay out the bushes. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today, we got a little bit political. You know, we are in election season, uh, and it seems like we just ended one and we're still paying the price for the last one. But like with everything else, things go on. Things go on. And I got to tell you, I believe that the the 22 elections are going to be critical uh, because of what's taking place in this country, the changes that are taking place. uh, It's scary. Uh, If, if, there's a big if there. If you are a traditional American, if you believe in God, family, and country, and when I say God, I'm talking about the God 
of the Bible. You know the thing. Do you believe that? Yeah, the thing that he can't remember. The uh, you know, I, I read an article that Joe Biden is is the, is the most religious president we've ever elected. I'm like, wow, <gasps> wow. Yeah, it's stunning. If they think, I mean, he's not even a Catholic in good standing, which is the ultimate religion. Uh, and to me, just so you know, religion is check boxes. Religion is believing that if you do A, B, C, or D, then somehow God's obligated to accept you that you're good enough. You know good enough, G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F. Good enough to get by, good enough for government work, good enough for tenure, good enough that he or she doesn't walk out the door and leave a note on the wall and take the kids with them. You know, I got to be honest with you, we live in a world of good enough. Uh, The whole uh, privilege movement, is the violation of the Tenth Commandment. Thou shalt not covet. Uh, And, you know, we live our lives good enough, and then you see other people that work real hard to create things and get things, and then we feel like we're owed something uh, because we don't have as much as that other person. Uh, I don't know how you can get more un-American. And ladies and gentlemen, our elected officials matter more today than at any other time. Uh, you know, Minnesota, I give you a hard time because, uh, man, uh, you've uh, you've elected some weird people, nothing personal. <laughs> you have you a professional wrestler, uh, professional liars. I mean, uh, you elect a woman who came here from another country, Somalia, who was a uh, refugee. Uh, I don't know if you call her a political prisoner or not, but we rescue her. We save her. And then she gets elected to office and hates the country that saved her uh, and that rescued her. Uh, and she's now in elected office wanting to destroy the country that she came to. Uh, and I could, nothing personal, go on a list of some other people that you have in office is Amy Klobuchar. I mean, oh, my gosh. I mean, there's so many great people uh, in Minnesota. I love the state of Minnesota. I love the city of Minneapolis. Uh, It is my second home. I got so many friends there. There's so many great things going on. Uh, But leadership has trickled down. You know, we talked about already that, you know, Ronald Reagan used to get excoriated for talking about trickle-down economics. And, you know, the left always wants to belittle things that they don't want you to believe. They, They mock them and want you to believe that they're not real. How can you not believe in trickle-down economics? Are you not part of a family? Do you not know that when dad's making more money, the family has better food, the family gets to go on trips, the family gets nice cars? You don't know this? Uh, There's your trickle-down economics right there. But can I tell you, everything's trickle-down. Values are trickle-down. You know, what are the values of mother and father? What are the values that someone grew up with? What are the values that someone holds dear? Where do you think those come from? Uh, they come from our family. I, you know, I used to, you know, I could never watch shows like the, um, you know, the, uh, what is it? Those, those, those ones where you get weird people, the Maury Povich show and stuff like that. You know, the Jerry Springer show, the Jenny Jones show or whatever her name was. Remember? And they would basically get people on their freaky, weird stuff and they'd get on there like they're normal. And I always said, you know, the the Jerry Springer show, you know, the sad part is those people think they're normal. They wouldn't get on national TV and talk about all the weird stuff they did if they thought it was weird. 
and so you always got to go back to, well, what kind of environment did they grow up in? See, the key is when you're young, by the time a child is six years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. That's what Dr. Adler said, famous psychologist, said that by the time a child is six years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. Uh, and it's true, whether you believe it or not. Uh, you know, most people accept Christ at a younger age. The older they get, the less likely it will ever happen. Uh, were they taken to church? Uh, did mom and dad have real Christian values or, or spiritual values, should I say? What were those values that were imprinted? You know, that's why in Minnesota, you want a Minnesotan, right? Someone that shares your values. You know, if uh, uh, Cuomo, uh, you know, either Cuomo moved to Minnesota uh, and got their residency there and then ran for governor or ran for senator or ran for mayor, most of you would say, what does this big city person know about Minnesotan values, Minnesota nice. I don't think New York practices Minnesota nice, right, if you know what I mean, right? You would say, well, their values are not congruent. And I want you to understand that leadership is a loop, ladies and gentlemen. My forte is leadership. And I always tell people you got to flex your pecs. And so whoever you vote for in Minnesota uh, you need to make sure that you that, that they're flexing their packs, whether it's man or a woman. And why do I keep saying flexing your packs? Because it's an acronym. It's P-E-C. Leadership is a loop. And the P represents permission. You know, we give people permission through our actions. That's why I am so uh, disgusted with the whole Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, they're Marxist. They're racist. Uh, they are against traditional family. Uh, they promote and uh, suppose and prefer um, lesbian, gay, bisexual, which, which is fine. I'm not saying that's the terrible thing. I'm not saying it's an unpardonable sin. It's not. But, you know, I believe that your sin is between you and God and my sin is between me and God. However, when we attempt to make what God says is bad good— when we attempt to take something that God says is bad uh, and then have pride in it. You know, I've never seen a murderer's parade. Uh, I've never seen an adulterer's parade. I've never seen a liar's parade. But there are lots of other, quote, pride parades. And again, what you do uh, is between you and God, as long as it doesn't hurt another person. But the problem there is when we start doing things, and then start making it okay for other people to do them. See, that's the P in permission. We give people permission through our actions. You know, in my intensive leadership training, it's tough. And when one person starts going for it, it gives other people permission to go for it. When one person opens their heart up, it gives other people permission to open their heart up. And so right now, you look at what people are given permission to do. They're given permission to attack cops. They're given permission to to destroy communities uh, by defunding police. Uh, they're given permission of people to be racist because it it now it is all about the color of someone's skin. Dr. King said it should all be about our choices because values produce actions and those actions become character because they're driven by values, which brings us to example. What kind of example are you giving? A picture's worth a thousand words. 
You know, we speak 120 to 150 words per minute. So one example is the equivalent of six to eight minutes of nonstop dialogue. So what examples are your elected officials given? And you want people that are, are given traditional examples of God, of family, of country. Let's go back to the basics. You know, everything we need to know we learned in kindergarten, which brings us to the C in PECs, P-E-C, C's culture. And when I talk about culture, I'm not talking about yogurt, right? I'm talking about a series of repeated norms, acceptable behaviors. And whether you're talking about Minnesota or Las Vegas, Dallas, Fort Worth, or Seattle, America's changed. And what we now consider acceptable behaviors, uh, norms of behavior, uh, is sad. And we need to go back to the basics. We need to go back to that foundational piece that made us great, that made America what it is. And ladies and gentlemen, I believe with people like Mike Marty uh, as the governor of uh, Minnesota, traditional values of God, family, of country, uh, knowing what boundaries are because we need to have some boundaries in government. So whatever you do, whether it's Mike Marty or somebody else, but the people that we have in office right now in Minnesota, they need to be replaced, starting with the governor and then going with the attorney general. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. It does. I got way too much class to watch Jerry Spring. Come over here and pull on my fingers. I'll hunt you down, tie you up, pull your still beating heart. Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matami Dive. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it, but there were other things that needed addressing, and uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and, and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law, who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. Ringing Liberty. 